Well, it was years ago. I spent a lot of time with my grandmother in the summer. She lived in West Virginia. Have you ever been to West Virginia? Fairmont? Fairmont, West Virginia. And uh, anyway, she lived out in the sticks. We, my mom and dad would take me and they'd drop me off in the summer. I'd stay there for like five, six weeks at a time. I loved it. Loved the summertime with grandma. So I go out there and they would drive two hours right off the expressway. I mean, I mean, one way in, one way out. Diana, what's whatever they did, Diana. It's a small, it, anyway. There's houses all over the mountainside. We got there, went across the rickety bridge. And there's this nice little shack out there, kind of like a little, I mean, it's, it's like a shack. We got it there. And so I'm there taking a shower or whatever, and the water just stops because there's, the water comes off the mountain. I'm going, grab all the water. She goes, just give it a minute, give it a minute. And then, and then here comes the water. So it's, you can actually get it off the mountain. So anyway, we're there. And I kept hearing the phone ring. I was like, what? This, it's this weird phone ring. Like, what, what's, what's going on with this ring? Why don't you pick it up? She goes, oh, no, 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 that's, that's Sally down the street. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then uh, it rang again, different sound. Like, that's a different weird, that's a weird sound. No, 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 that's Bill. He's up the holler. And oh, okay. And then I'm like, well, when did we get to answer the phone? It was a party line. Do you know what a party line is? Not many of us do because we got the... A party line is where everybody can get on the phone at one time. I mean, everybody, 100 neighbors, everybody can get on the phone and go and listen in. So you never knew, you never knew who was listening to your conversation. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? And so it's called a party line. And so um, we're talking about conversations with God. When's the last time you conversed with the Father? Um, I just did a minute ago. You're like, I didn't see you like bow. No, I, I can just do it like right now. Father, I love you a whole bunch. And he just, he heard that. Isn't that awesome? I'm driving down the road. Did you see that? He goes, yeah, I did. Are you going to talk? Are you going to kill it? Oh, right? Uh, yeah. Well, conversations with the Father. There's a conversation in this chapter today that is in great detail. When the Lord speaks to me, it's just a few words. I failed to pull that out of my prayer folder, but I have like all the times the Lord's, I mean, literally like I've heard him speak to me like that. They're just a few words each time. I have like seven or eight different occurrences over the past 30 some odd years I've had that encounter with the Father. I'll never forget back when I was in River Oaks. You know what River Oaks is? Kind of. I was sitting in my study, getting ready for kids' stuff, and it's just me there, there except me and Ratch, and Ratch ended up playing some time with Ratch playing. But that's another story. But um, I felt, and you know, you know, are my face not built of a feeling, but I felt the presence of God come down that hallway, and He stepped in my office. And I don't know what He did, but He just stepped in, <laughs> and then He went. Continued on. I, I melted right there and then. I melted before him. Um, have you ever had an experience like that? Or have you talked to the Lord lately? Or has it been a while? Um, have you conversed with him? Here in this, here's Moses. Moses is speaking with the Lord, and it is in great detail. I mean, Moses says something, the Lord says something. Moses says something. It must have been a half an hour or more, it seems like. That's a long time for to have to converse. Can you imagine? 
But really, that's all conversing with God is, is me talking to you, you talking to me. It's the same thing. You're just talking to the Lord. And so here is Moses, and he has been born to a family during a time when they would take the babies and throw them into the river because they were there in Egypt. So here is Moses. He's grown up now. He's been away from home for over 40 years, and now he's 80 years old. He's 80, and now he's being used of God to go back and bring the Israelites out of Egypt at the age of 80 years old. Can you imagine? I'm 54. That's another 26-some-odd years away to be 80. Wow. Can you imagine? I mean, I'm kind of getting more tired by the day, right? I get home, like Friday, I get home, I was wiped out. I took a shower. I said, you know what? I deserve a break. So I took me a two-hour nap. That felt so good. And then the temperature dove down, and then I went to the football game. That was awesome, wasn't it? Yeah, but the Lord is speaking to me sometimes even in my dreams. He never stops speaking. Here's the problem. What will it take for the Lord to do to get your attention? Let me say it again. What will the Lord have to do to be able to get your attention? Here's Moses, chapter 3. It says this, Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the far side of the desert and came to the Horeb, the mountain of God. Now this is Mount Sinai. Horeb may have been the northern tip, called a little bit different name, but it's still the same location. There an angel of the Lord appeared to him in the flames of fire from within a bush. Okay, he's in the desert. We've seen the movie, right? We've seen it on TV, right? There's a bush in the desert, and it's on fire. Okay, I've seen bushes on fire. Me and my dad took a, some limbs off the tree one time, bag worms, right? Put gas in it. I mean, I'm talking about, whoa, that was a serious fire. But it went out eventually. This bush kept burning. Kept burning, and it kept burning. Finally, Moses stopped what he was doing and went to investigate as he got closer to the bush. Ah, finally the Lord's like, oh, and the Lord spoke to him, Moses, Moses. It was exclamation point. It wasn't just Moses. It was Moses. Remember when your mom called your name out the football game? You're like, how did you hear that? I heard mom. <laughs> Don't worry, I know mom's voice. He knows your name. He knows everything about you. He knows what you ate this morning. He knows about what you're thinking right now. That two all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickle. He knows every hair on your head or the lack thereof. He knows whether you put deodorant on or not. He knows whether... You're thinking this, that, or, he, isn't that wild? I sat back there just thinking how he knows every conversation of every person that's going on right now in the whole world. Wow! Isn't that amazing? How can somebody do that? The Father is speaking to Moses through this bush 
back to my question, what would it take for the Father to get your attention? Maybe we went through some of the things we went through as a child or as a young man or whatever it might have been. Maybe it was during those times he was really trying to get my attention. Think back. When's the last time you really spoke to the Father? When's the last time something erratic happened? You know, we had several things in our, in our lifetime that just shook my world. And the Lord was definitely speaking during those times. He's always speaking, you know. I believe when the trees are making noise, the trees are praising the Father, and the Father's like, I like that. And he's, I'm just telling you, the Lord is everywhere. So the bush did not burn up. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. Moses said, here I am. That's what the Lord's looking for. He's looking for you to stop what you're doing and to say, here I am. But we're so busy. We got the PTA meetings. We got to feed the kids. We got to take care of the car. We got to go down and make sure this has been paid. We got to go down to make the school. We got to make sure we go to the job. We got to make sure. Right? We're so busy. We don't have any time to stop and say, here I am. That's why I love to go to the beach. And I get up even earlier every year I go. This year it was dark. I was trying to get down there and get my umbrella set up. Here I am. And he just starts speaking immediately. Why? Because he loves it when his children stop and speak to him. Don't you like that when your kids stop and go, hey, how you doing, mom, dad? Hi, how are you? I know it's really erratic. When they were teenagers, like, when does that ever happen, right? Do they ever even love me anymore? Remember when you were a kid, you looked at your dad and he was trying to discipline you like, you, know, you remember that? You know, and he says, I know what you're thinking. He had no idea what I'm thinking. But you know what? The Lord loves it when we stop. Here Moses stops. Here I, it's one word in Hebrew. If he says it, here I am. Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for the place where you're standing is holy ground. They're talking back and forth. I had a friend in Cleveland, my pastor friend up there. He would always take his shoes off everywhere he goes. I'm like, man, dude, put your shoes on, dude. You're killing me here. He always pointed to the scripture. I'm like, he always wanted to show respect and reverence to the Father. He was a teen challenge graduate, and uh, he loved the Lord. He's still preaching, even today, up there in Ohio somewhere. Thank the Lord for that. Isn't that awesome? Even at that later age, he's still preaching the gospel, came through all the rough parts, and now he's preaching. You know what? The Lord can use you at any stage in your life, any stage, any stage, no matter how bad it was. But you don't know, Pastor James, I had a bad past. I mean, it was bad. I don't want to know about it. Just, But from here forward, the Lord can use you because he wants to talk to you. See, that's the thing. There's a plan that he has, 
and he chose Moses for the plan. But Moses had to stop and listen. So here he is. It says here, take off his hand. He did. Then he said, I am the God of your father, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And Moses hid his face from the Lord. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. Okay, now I have a hard trouble right here. I have a hard time with this. You know how long the Israelites were crying out to God? 400 years. I'm thinking if I was in year 200, the Lord hadn't responded, I died. Is it possible that I can pray and reach out to God and he'll never respond? He will respond, but in his time. I truly believe there's prayers that were prayed over me back when I was a baby that are still being fulfilled even today, 54 years later. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing. I pray for other pastors on the way to church every Sunday. Down the boulevard, I pray for them. They'll never know that. Never. And guess what? The Lord answers those prayers. Because why? He loves to hear his people pray. So here is, he says here, I've seen the misery. I've heard them crying out. And I am concerned about their suffering, so I've come down to rescue them. <laughs> he took a little trip to Egypt. What do we need to go to Egypt? He went down to Egypt. Check it out. He personally got off the throne and went down to Egypt and walked around. That's awesome. Maybe I'll go to Egypt. Is it good to go to Egypt? Is it okay? I don't know. Is it? That's pretty cool. He came down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians. Okay, so Moses gets this. He's okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you. So Moses finds out he's the called one to go get the people. So verse 11, look what happens. Here's what we always do, right? Here's what I did. Remember I was walking the beach 10 years ago, 11 years ago, down in Destin? The Lord said, start a church. I go, who are you talking to? Me? That's not what I want to do. I saw my dad do that. I don't want to do that. That's not me. What did Moses say? Verse 11, but Moses said to God, who am I? Who am I? Don't we always make excuses? Anybody here like to make excuses? Who's really good at making excuses? Oh, man, we're good at it. Man, I'm really good at it. Aren't you good at it? The boss wants you to do something at work. Well, I, I always act dumb at work. I don't know. Because the more you know, the more you got to do, right? I, go, I don't know. I, I don't know that system. He goes, I know you do. I saw you do it 20 years ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. I kind of forgot, though. He goes, find out how to do it. Oh, oh okay. Well, I'm tired. Get untired. <laughs> We're really good at excuses, right? We're super good at it. Moses, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring this? Who, who am I? What is God's answer to that? What's he say in the next verse? I will be with you. Isn't that good? He will be with him. You know what? I don't have all the answers. Do you have all the answers? No. Moses is saying, I don't know what to do. I don't have any answer for this problem. Like, what did the Lord say? I will be with you. Isn't that great? He loves it when his people step out in faith. He loves it. When we said yes to the Father and said, we'll start a church, I said, I don't have anything. I have nothing. 
He goes, good. That's good. I go, that's good, huh? <laughs> I, you understand, Father, I have nothing. All I have is a Bible and my family. That's all I have. He goes, good, good, good. You know why he says good? Because it's not in my own strength. It's in his strength. That's what he wants. I am so mesmerized at how the Father works, and I realize that he's calling us every day, and I think this whole thing could have been wrapped up already if everybody would just listen to what he wants to get done because he has no plan B. Let me say it again. He has no plan B. He wants to use us in his plan. Right? Did he not knock down Paul on the road to Damascus? Did he not, like, part the waters? Did he not show that he could do this all by himself? Can he not do this all by himself? But what does he want to do? He wants to use good old-fashioned old James. He wants to use Daryl. Sharon. Heather. It's crazy right starting names out. That's right. Alex. Hunter. Chris. My small group, man, Chris. We'll talk about this week, man. It was a good time, wasn't it? I mean, don't get me wrong, we're all talented people, right? But we're not talented enough to do what he wants to really do, right? So the Lord has speaking to Moses, and Moses is like, I don't have any answers. I have no answers. God said, I'll be with you. Oh, okay. Well, let me, let me try this. Verse 13, Moses said to God, suppose I go to them, and they, I say to them, the God of your father sent me, and they ask me, well, what's his name? What's he trying to say? I, I'm kind of feeling inferior here. I don't know. The Lord said, well, you tell them, you tell them that I am sent you. Whoa. Okay, okay, all right. God always has an answer, doesn't he? I am. We'll get there in a minute. So he goes through this discourse and tells them what to say. He says, go assemble the elders. Tell them, let them go. And so... Okay, okay. Chapter 4. Moses answered. He's still making complaints. Well, what if they don't believe me? What if they don't believe me? What does the Lord say? What's in your hand? How long a conversation is this? This is going on forever. What's it going to take for the Lord to get through to you? How long has he been saying the same thing to you? Over and over and over. I want you to unload the dishwasher and, and, and I want you to take the trash out and strip your bed. Okay, well, that's 8.30, 9.15. I want you to get the dishwasher, right? It'll, at 12 o'clock, 12.05. I want you to cut the grass. Oh, yeah, that's extra. And do... And whenever Chad would... He would kind of... I'd add stuff to his list. Okay, well, now you get to rake the leaves, cut the grass... And do the dishwasher. Got any more to say? He up real quick. Ooh, good job, little buddy. The Lord is like, well, what's your hand? He goes, oh, a staff. Just an old staff, little thing I just kind of picked up on. 
Throw it down. Oh. You know, the Lord wants to do some supernatural miracles through you. He threw it down, and the stick became a snake. Now, I don't like snakes. Do you like snakes? I don't like snakes. I work with a Yeah, I got one this weekend. Yeah, I'm like, are you, are you? And the Lord said, okay, now pick it up by the tail. Now, we know you don't pick a snake by the tail, right? He picked it up by the tail, and it became a rod again. He goes, well, what if they, you know, that's just a, you know, I don't know. Take your hand and put it inside your cloak. Pull it out. It was leprous, white as snow. You ever seen leprosy? Things fall off. You know, just... Now put it back in. It's as good as normal. Well, you know, I don't know. I mean, the rod and this. I mean, they, they pop. You know, your people. Take some water from the Nile and pour it on the ground. And it turned to blood. You know why the Lord does miracles? Why does he do miracles? To help us believe. Because we're so what? We don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. Remember that guy was, he went, he died, and, and he was there in the Sheol, like the place of departed spirits, and he was, they could see him between the two compartments, and he was like, hey, send, would you send back him up to, back up where my family is and tell him, because they want this terrible place, and he goes, and even someone raised from the dead, they wouldn't believe it. Oh, you raised me. Ah, whatever. You didn't raise me. We're so what? We're, we just don't believe, do we? We don't believe. And if we have something going on physically, we're like, you know, okay, well, let's figure it out. Let's figure it out. Let's, let's get all the guys together and figure this out. We don't go to God because we're going to figure it out. Let's, 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 put all, let's get all the best guys that know. Let's, let's, figure, let's figure it out. We don't want to go to God. He's the one that knows it all anyway. So here's Moses. He goes, oh, okay. So he goes through all that, and the Lord has an answer every time. Well, here he is. Then look at this verse 10. This is his fourth excuse. Moses said, you know, and there's a guy at the youth conference that would do it real well. Remember, he was stuttering. I, 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 can't, you know, I can't speak well. I'm not eloquent in my speech. The Lord said, well, who gave man his mouth? Who makes him deaf or mute? Who gives him sight or makes him blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, I'll help you speak and will teach you what to say. And he continues on the same course, and the father finally said, you know what? Okay, I'll send your brother Aaron. I'll give your brother Aaron to go with you. So, I mean, every excuse, the Lord answered it every single time. How about that fear factor? What are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? Fear. Fear of failure. Fear of heights. Ooh, I don't like that. Mm. Fear of crowds. Do you have trouble public speaking? Fear of disease. Fear of rejection. Fear of unemployment. Fear of what other people say about you. Fear of moving away. Fear of heights and depths. Distance, death. Fear of buying. Fear of selling. Fear of financial reversal, fear of war, fear of dark, fear of 
What's your fears? You got any fears? Well, I know someone that knows how to take care of every problem that ever existed. And I talk to him every day. Isn't it awesome? He's amazing. He loves to talk to me and to talk to us. There's a scripture in 2 Timothy 1.7. Look at this scripture. For God hath not given us a spirit of fear. You know who gives that, right? The enemy puts that in there. But he gives us a what? A spirit of what? You're saying it. Spirit of what? Power of love and sound mind. Power is what? Miraculous, mighty, miracle, working power. The Spirit of God lives in, He gives us the love, sacrificial love. Sound mind means self-control, discipline, self-control mind, a mind that is healthy, stable, conforms to proper doctrine and practice. Thanks, Dad. Hmm. You know what the Lord wants us to say? He wants us to say one word when He hollers at us. Hey, Moses! Yes. Yes. What have you said no to the Lord? Have you said no to Him before? No, not doing that. Not doing that. He'll find somebody else. But guess what He does a couple of days, a couple of months, a couple of years later? He comes back and goes, um, remember when I said that? And you said no? I'm still looking for a yes. How about now? What does the Lord have to do to be able to help you stop resisting and just say yes? What did it take for Pharaoh? As the story progresses later on, what did he do to Pharaoh to get his attention? It took him ten plagues to knock that boy out. How many plagues has he got to send your way to get your attention? I don't know about you, but the blood thing, the fro- I don't like the frogs, okay? Frogs everywhere. Open the oven, frogs. Refrigerator, frogs. In the bed, frogs. In your car, frogs. Taking a shower, frogs. Not one, frogs. They're slimy. They're nasty. And then when they die, mm, 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 mm. We dissect the frog one time in, in, in biology. Remember that? Dissect the frog. I'm like, oh, 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 oh. Some guy's like, ooh, check it out, check it out. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. Mm, mm. Gnats. Hit the ground. These gnats flying everywhere. Gnats. Eat no apple. Flies. Oh, they came in swarms. Flies. Remember we had a picnic a couple months ago? At the park, somebody let the something out. I never seen so many flies in my No, it was like the fly, death of flies that day. I was like, oh my gosh, I was over trying to eat it. Like, oh my, oh my gosh. Hold on. Oh, I'm gonna go over here and eat. Oh, flies were everywhere. Oh my gosh. I didn't want to eat. I was like, oh, oh. You ever seen fly magnified? Have you ever seen it? They're gross. Like, oh, I can get that little guy. I got germs. Oh. <laughs> If you see them magnified, their eyes are like, oh, whoa, I'll get them real good. My neighbor's garage, trash can. I open up one day, 
and their maggots have been growing. They were, they were, oh, they were like, oh, they were everywhere. Maggots everywhere. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh. And then all of a sudden, they were flying. Oh my gosh, flies everywhere. What's it going to take for the Lord to knock you out? I mean, he doesn't want to knock you out. But he wants to hit you upside the head. Do you need to hit upside the head? <laughs> my dad used to, <laughs> he chased me down that, my mom too, she'd get that broom boy, she'd chase me down, that, down the hallway, she'd beat me down the hallway. Bam, bam. It took a broom. Okay, how about boils then? You want boils? Okay, hail. All right, forget that. How about locusts? They eat everything in sight. Sounds like teenagers, right? Hey, locusts. Where's that? Oh, my gosh. It's too hot. Where are they gone? Okay, how about the chips? Oh, my God, they're gone too. Hostas, oh, they're gone too. What? I'm, I'm going out. Goodness gracious. What about darkness? It was so dark. How does it get dark? You couldn't even see. Or you lose your firstborn child. Yeah, I know. Look at a verse with me real quick, would you? Exodus 3.19, and we'll end with that. Exodus 3.19. See, the Lord wants to converse with us, and he's conversing with Moses. And he keeps coming up with excuse after excuse after excuse. The Lord wants you to say, you know, stop your excuses and just say yes. Just say, and I have no idea what you're saying yes to because he has something that he wants you to do, and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Does that make sense? This is my plan for the Lord, the Lord's plan for my life, so I'm doing this. And the Lord may have you doing that, and doing this, and doing that, and doing this. And then he works it all out because he has a plan. What does the Lord want to do? He has this plan. And the first part of the plan was to send his son, Jesus Christ, to the earth so that he could take away the sins of the world and cover the sin past, present, and future. That's a great plan. Isn't that a good plan? And you're part of that plan. He wants you to take that same message to wherever you are. Well, I worked at Ace Hardware. Well, good. I'm sure there's someone back there in the stock in the docks who needs, needs to hear about Jesus. Well, I work at that place that delivers boxes. Yeah, I know there's people there. Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I work at McDonald's. Well, good. I guarantee there's people there. Well, I'm self-employed. I work at my house. Oh, well, good for you. You need to get out. <laughs> you need to get out and do something with your life. Like, get out and do something. Get involved with something. Well, I travel all the time. Yeah. There's people everywhere. You know, Pastor Leo, everywhere he goes and flies to, I don't care where he's at, he's always telling someone about Jesus Christ. I've never seen it. He's crazy, man. It's great. And he's got people all over the world that call him up. Hey, 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 hey. He'll bring one to church. I'm like, what? He's just here for the day. Okay. And he flies out. Like, oh my well, he was here. Tell him about Jesus. Oh my gosh. That's what we should be doing. And I have no idea if it's going to be large or small scale. The Lord has something he wants you to do. Maybe he wants you to be the mayor of Fort Worth. 
I don't know. I don't know. Did you check in yet? Yeah, but you don't understand. I, I'm, I'm reaching 95, and I'm retired, and I ain't got no time for that. I'm sorry, but I'm thinking if you check in, he may want you to be the tax assessor collector. I don't know. He may want you to get people together at church, take them down to South America, and teach people about Jesus. He may want you to adopt five kids. Well, Jesus, help me. <laughs> All right? I raised my three, brother. I love you so much. That's affordable. Right? Or do you get to sing that song? I'll go. Where you want me to go, dear Lord. Don't sing if you don't mean it, right? We're all in church. Great song, Caleb. Play it again. I'll go where you want me, right? You're singing it, and the Lord's going, oh, really? Really? I've been wanting you to say that for 30 years. How about this? I want you to sell everything and go. <laughs> Would you do that? Because you know what I found out? It's not about me. It's all about him. Isn't, it, isn't life kind of funny? I work, 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 work. Try to buy, 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 buy. And then I find, ooh, pay my house. Ooh, good job. Pay my car. Ooh, pay my car. Ooh, awesome, awesome, awesome. And then I die. Who gets it, my kids? What do they do? Just sell it. They don't care nothing about it. They sell it. Divide it up. What do they do? Buy, 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 buy. Buy a house, sell a car. They die. Who gets that? Their kids. What is life? What? Is that making sense to you? I'm thinking that reverse mortgage thing is a lot better. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Don't start those crazy things. <laughs> what is that? Just scratch that. Yeah. Yeah. Money today. Instead of painting, I get another hundred in my pocket. All right. This is awesome. Exodus 3.19. It says this. But I. No, the king of Egypt will not let you go. What, did the Lord know Pharaoh? Did he know Pharaoh? Pharaoh had a hard head. I have a hard head. I don't know you do. You're all just like, just tell me to do. I'll do it. Me, it takes about 15 hits to get through. I think he's on, huh? I, I heard a little whisper. Not funny. <laughs> I need some support from a small group. Guys, did you hear that, man? I need some help. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And I bought you one of those zero bars, a big one. Put it on the counter. Now it's half gone. And you know, there's that half. Later on, I'll take care of that for you. Don't you like that? Kind of just crazy, isn't it? All right. Unless a mighty hand compels him. I wonder how mighty that mighty hand is. You have a problem? He's got it. You got a situation that seems impossible? He's got it. But you don't understand, Father. I do. But what's the answer? It's in here. No, what about that? 
There it is. What about that problem? There it is. It's in there. He wants you to search for it like gold. But it takes time. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. You're catching it. You're catching it. You need to take a vacation. You need to get away from everything and read the book. You need to, you need to take some time every day and read the book. All I got is 15 minutes. He'll take it. I've got a half an hour. He'll take that. Isn't it funny at school? You get busy, right? Been there, done that. Yeah, man, here's a boogie, 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 boogie. boogie. And like, oh, you got you to figure out when to get it, get it in. I mean, and I get, and then I was going to Bible school to be a preacher, right? And I had to figure out when to get it. Does that make sense? Wait, you could be a preacher? You gotta, would it be good for a preacher to read the Bible? Yeah, it would be good, right? Yeah, it would be good. A mighty hand. Well, would you stand with me today? You see, the great I am is with you. He told Moses, tell them I am sent you. So I'm going to tell you this morning, I am is with you. I will be whatever you need me to be in your difficult time. I need peace. I'm your peace. And I am sunk under financial problems. Hey, I'm your financial. I'm your abundant. I'm an emotional wreck. He'll be your stability. It sounds so easy, Pastor James. I mean, really, 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 really. I've tried it and it works. I've tried it. I do it every day, and it works. This right here works. I know, it's crazy, right? Even our own president said he wants to put these in the school again. Thank God Almighty. Well, I taught for 15 years, so I always carried mine with me. And I put it on my desk, and they always saw it. They come by, hey, help with the problem? Yeah, and they're like, what you got there? That's the Bible. Okay, here we go. This is the only truth that'll set you free. Amen? So we said a little sermonette. You heard the sermon. And I'm going to challenge you to go and say yes. And some of you will say, yeah, I'll say that. And then you'll leave here and, and you forgot what I said. And she'll let you go, what did he preach on? I don't know. I think it was, I don't know. I don't know. What did he talk about? Oh, yeah, Moses. That's right. That's right. What did he say about Moses? I don't know. Moses. Right? You ever done that? Going home? I don't have a clue what he said. What did he Sometimes I forget. What did I preach on? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you're like, what? No, really? I go, I go. About Wednesday, I think, what did I say? You don't have that problem, right? Think about it. If you do his plan, do you think he'll ever let you down? Will you ever let your kids down? If they need something, I'm Johnny on the spot. I mean, I got a guy right now that I can call, and if I'm in trouble, he'll take, he'll take care of me right now. He goes, I'll take care of you. I don't care what it is, I'll take care of it right now. I go, I'm not going to make that phone call, but I know he's there. Does that make sense? I will do anything for my kids, anything. 
anything. Don't you think the Father knows that? Who will give his, what's that? Who will give his, his son a, a, a scorpion or a snake? No. He's going to give you good things. Every good and perfect gift is from what? Above. So today, all I'm asking, all he's asking, because he's the one that put this together, because I always start about Tuesday, Wednesday, I say, okay, what are we talking about Sunday? And he said, I want to talk about Moses. I said, really? I like Moses. He goes, I do too. He goes, I got him right here next to me. Oh, ask him how he's doing. Isn't that crazy? Moses is still alive. You will still live forever and ever and ever and ever somewhere. <laughs> Does that make sense? Because you're created eternal forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. That's a long time. Forever. So are you going to do the plan of the master? Or is it going to take you till you're 80 to finally figure it out? And I heard that preacher 80 years in a row. I think I'll do something for the Lord now. Okay, well, thank God for that. Or are you do it now? Yeah. Wouldn't it be crazy if you went through school, eight, ten years, it'd be whatever, and the Lord says, that was nice, but I really wanted you to do this. You didn't check in. I mean, he'll still use that. I mean, he does. Remember I was going to be an engineer? And I went through all that math. And I mean, he still uses a little bit of that. Okay, I was able to get through things, but. He'll use it, but not like what he really has for you. 